Hey guys, this is my leak, uh, my taught you podcast here, and you probably have noticed that I have been on fire um, with the episodes um, now that I have been interviewing people. But I decided that I was gonna hop on today, September fourth, twenty sixteen. I am enjoying the long weekend, but I wanted to use this podcast as a sort of my taught you informational. I am gonna answer questions at the end of this podcast as well. So if you know everything. Uh, my leak related feel free um, to zoom through Uh, but for those of you who are just like I don't understand some of this stuff um, this is the podcast that I'm going to take to fill you in so my website is mytaughtyou.com and right now I have some products up there Um, I have two journals and I think the first journal if it hasn't sold out I know that it I don't have a ton of those left what is that the first journal Um, Learn More to Earn More is the journal that teaches my method of getting the most out of my day, which is essentially how I get the most out of my life. What does that mean? I have a very specific method of writing things down. There are highlighters. There are carrying things over to the next day. That is what that is. The second journal, This Is My Year, which I think some people thought it was just for 2016. Like if I didn't get it in January 2016, um, I can't make this my year. That is not true. Um, the, I call it the TIMY journal, um, shows how I go about checking in with myself to ensure that I'm making progress each year or each personal life season. Some people's year, some people may measure their yearly success based on, um, their birthday. Some people may have, you know, different markers, um, that they use. I am the same way. So I like the new year. I like my birthday. I like June. I like August. Like there are just different parts of the year that I like to check in. And so I show my method of life inventory is what I call it. And I am working on a third journal, um, that I think you're going to love. And so just stand by and hang tight for that. Cause I got you covered. Um, another thing you may not know about is my email newsletter list. Every Friday I send out an email titled what I'm feeling. Um, if you have ever snapped me, um, tweeted me or anything, messaged me about where I got this, how did I do this? I usually use my Friday, um, emails to kind of give you four to five bullets of where I went, where I stayed, what, where I ate, um, where I got the crazy sunglasses, where you can find this recipe. So you can sign up for my every Friday email right to your inbox. We deliver it at 10 a.m. Eastern every single Friday. If you have trouble signing up, make sure that the cursor is on the last letter of your email address when you hit hit enter. And if you have any further issues, you can always email my customer service team at support at mytachi.com. So that's support at mytachi.com. And I know some of you have been wondering about the worksheets. What the heck are these worksheets? Um, and they are $3.99. And for $3.99, they are insanely intense. So if you are not serious about um, really tackling this issue, you may be overwhelmed by this because I did an interview about these recently and a girl was like, whoa, this is a lot. This is the action plan to your vision board. This is something, this is a product that some of the young women in my office uh, came up with and wanted to do. I worked along with them. Um, And so I know that it is very easy to get consumed with what you want your life to look like, but no plans to get there. These worksheets are designed to make you examine, uh, make you look 
at yourself. And um, I always say if success was easy, everybody would be would be doing it. So it is tough. And a way that I would probably use these worksheets is that I would print it out one time and then I would print it out another 90 days later and answer it again and then another 90 days and then go back and look and see how you are changing. And if you haven't, if you still have the same answer, you kind of get to this point where I've set up these dates. So every 90 days, I'm going to redo my worksheet. If I get to day 60 and I'm still writing the same answers and I'm still not making any changes or I'm still using this, there's a problem. So maybe you, you, you get to 60, you get to 90. And then at some point you're going to get tired of the fact that you haven't done anything, but you have to just commit to something like this in order to see some real change. Um, as far as the podcast is concerned, um, I listened to my very first podcast today, the one that I did on networking, and I can hear my broken laptop rumbling in the background. Um, and I even mentioned hating my voice, which is so, um, it was true at the time. Um, I think that over time, a lot of you have helped me um, like my voice because people say it's soothing, which I never even considered that. I just always was like, eee, I don't really love my voice, um, but you love it. And your love for it has convinced me to love it. So thank you. Every time you send me a compliment, um, I don't take it lightly. Thank you very much. Um, uh, I always feel like, you know, is the information that I'm putting out, is it still relevant? And so when I listened to it, I was just like, wow, five years later from my first podcast, I still find the information relevant. Some notes that I took on that podcast is that I said networking starts with you. It absolutely does. I think so many people think that networking starts with other people, the people on the other side of things. And it's so not true. Networking starts with you. What do you look like? Do you look like what you're selling? So um, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to some of the older podcasts and listen to an older me, I, I even think I sound different. I think like, I, I don't know. I feel like I have evolved and changed so much in five years, which is, is amazing. Um, as far as the guests on the podcast, people have asked me, has the podcast changed completely? Will there only be guests? And no, there will not only be guests, but after recording about a hundred podcasts on my own, and I don't even know if that's possible. Has anybody else? Cause I know there are other people who do podcasts. Do you know of any other person who has literally talked by themselves to you for 100 episodes i'm curious um so i have decided to start chatting with guests for variety on my end you know i started to feel like i am running out of things to say um and i felt like i have talked about everything under the sun and i'm sure that's not true but that's how i felt after five years of this so um the rule that i put in place is that i have to know the person so if you listen this is someone that i have met locked eyes with had a conversation with um and I really enjoy chatting with people in my world and introducing you to the way that I see them. And so I think some of the, the, the guests will be some popular people that you know that I also know. Um, and then it'll also be just some of my straight up friends. Like yesterday, I just recorded a podcast with my the only person that I will loan books to. Like I'm very protective of my books. If someone asks me, can they borrow a book? The answer is no. This is the only person um, that I trade books with. And she and I recorded an hour long podcast about 
all these books that we love. And if you are a bookworm or if you're trying to get back into reading, um, I think it's a great podcast to listen to. I even asked, and I don't think she'll do it, but maybe she will, my college roommate, who we both were fashion majors, and she she really is working in the industry in New York. And I wanted to have her on just so that you can get to know some awesome people, people that you may have heard of, people that you haven't heard of. Um, but one thing that I have found is that people are saying they've never heard the person that I'm interviewing say these kinds of things. So I'm trying to interview them in a way that you are getting the information in the way that I do this podcast, open, raw, fresh, um, unedited. So if you listen to some of the podcasts, I do not edit them still. Uh, the lovey podcast, I had to have edited because it was off by a few seconds, but for the most part, not edited because I still have a day job. I'm still, you know, busy every now and then I get a message from you guys saying, you want me to do my podcast like this person and that person or just lively. And I love just lively but I'm like just lively does this for a living um it's different I can't you know I want to do this but I have to be careful um to manage my time with it you know so I think if you can just bear with me a part of me managing my time with this is that giving it to you um as raw as possible and I think it's good I think it's fun and, and I think you know that the, it is a no bs podcast period like I don't play that's just this is not the space for that like you can be bs anywhere else in the world but I am not here to bs you um, the other thing, if you have suggestions for guests, people that you think I may know that you want me to talk to, shoot me an email to my taught you at gmail.com. Um, if I know them, I'll start wrangling them. So the only person I'm willing to interview without having met them is Robert Green, the author of the 48 laws of power. If anyone knows him, please let him know that. Okay kidding but it's but not kidding um also tuning you into the fresh books partnership um i have partnered with fresh books again and we'll be doing one business slash entrepreneurial podcast per month through the end of 2017 yes you heard that correctly the end of 2017 um Business podcast will be brought to you by Fresh Books. And I like Fresh Books. Um, you can still sign up for my deal at freshbooks.com backslash my taught you. Um, I have had people ask me why I have done this. Um, if you listen to most of my podcasts, you know that I have never had a sponsor. Um, I actually really did use Fresh Books for years when I first started out. And I just genuinely believe it to be a great resource for entrepreneurs. Like I really um, try to be careful about that. And so that also forces me to like, you guys know that I hop on here whenever I feel like it and do whatever I want. But I feel like having that, uh, the Fresh Books partnership um, forces me to bring something fresh to the table uh, about entrepreneurship. So things like squad goals and like all of the business things that I think are important. Um, and also for people who may not, um, they relate to the podcast in a certain way. I know that some people really appreciate those. So I want to be able to continue to do those. The second reason why I'm doing this is that I feel, and and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, that many young black women that podcast um, are not sponsored by anyone. And I know that there are a lot of other women that podcast that have tons of sponsors. Um, unless they belong to like a big podcast network, they don't really get sponsored. Um, I could be wrong. And if I am, I know that you'll let me know. So please do. But I feel like taking on a sponsor um, and the way that I feel comfortable opens doors for other young black women podcasters and other young women 
that look like me forget it that's what it is other young black women podcasters to get paid for their content um and i feel like if i do a really good job i can get called back and if i can get called back i can refer so this is important to me and so i appreciate you supporting and understanding and taking this on because i know some people are like oh you selling out whoop de whoop listen we all like money but i do have there is a larger reason for this and so um we have to support more of what we want to see. Um, so that is all. That was your 12 minute my leak update. Um, and now I'm going to get into some of these questions. I have three questions today. Um, they are a little bit intense. One question is a relationship question. The second one is about choosing conferences. And the last one is about um, the last one is about striving to make a life that you're proud of if you're over 35. So that's what we got going on today. Um, first question is my leak. I've been with my man for over two years. Things have been good until recently. A woman he had a quote unquote friends with benefits relationship with in the past claims to be pregnant by him. He says she's lying. I have some doubt in my mind. I've been supportive so far. Do I stay and risk looking foolish? Um, so I answered this question on my Ask FM, but I wanted to talk about it here so that I can kind of like stretch my legs out a little bit with it. Um, the first thing that I, I wanted to say is that I'm sorry that you're dealing with this because I don't, you know, nobody wants to be dealing with this when you just want to have a loving, happy relationship. You absolutely do not deserve this. And I say that because I feel like some of us don't really believe that, right? Like somehow we manage to make things about us. We manage to try to say that maybe we brought this on. Maybe if I had been more of this or whatever, maybe I deserve this or this happened to, uh, this is a part of my family history. No, no, no to none of that. Um, so here are my thoughts on it. Whether or not the friends with benefit friends with benefit girl, uh, is pregnant. Cause he says she's lying. I get the feeling that he has done something with her recently. Um, because, why is she even coming around? How long ago was this friends with benefit thing? And I mean, I don't know. I feel like that is the go-to response. What is he going to say? He's, what is he going to say? She's telling the truth. Like ask yourself, would he ever say, you know, would he ever say she's telling you? I don't know a man that would be like, Oh no, you know, someone who, who got someone pregnant and is in a relationship I don't, they're, I feel like they're going to try to ride this. They're going to try to ride it to the, to the absolute end until you get down to the DNA. And I have, I know people who have been in situations like this. We have all read about these break babies and all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like that's the, like, that's the response. I feel like someone like that would have to give. Um, I know that some women want to be vindictive and are, and are hurt that maybe the guy moved on, but I feel like two years ago, if you guys have been together for two years, um, I could be wrong, but I just don't know a woman who might be still stalking a man after two years. And I know somebody's going to write me and tell me that they do, but I'm just like, just everything about this, that same doubt that you feel in your mind, I'm feeling too, girl. So it's just like, we are in the same boat with this. And I just feel like something is going on. You know what I mean? Something is going on or went on. Um, 
The last thing that I said to this question was that your gut is in place for a reason. I believe that God speaks to us through our guts. So you have some doubt. To me, that is plenty for you to go on. It's just the doubt. There is nothing foolish about being like, whether or not this woman is really pregnant by you, um, I don't want to be in a relationship where anything like this can even come into play. You know what I mean? And I got to be real with you. That would be how I feel. It's like, I don't want to be with someone who, who lives the kind of life that, um, that brings this kind of stuff into play. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, I'm not saying that I'm above a friends with benefits. If you listen to my podcast with lovey, you know that I'm not, but what I'm saying is that, um, if it's this today, what tomorrow and whether you stay or go, I believe the trust has been compromised. It's like, you are in a relationship with someone who has you writing a complete stranger, even though I know we are friends in your head. Like if somebody is, if you're in a relationship with somebody who has moved you to write a complete stranger about your situation, like that's enough to me. That is enough. And, um, I just, I wrote, I wrote to her, I wrote her back and I said, and who are you worried about looking foolish to? This is a painful matter, no matter how you slice it. Um, so she wrote me back and she was like, my leak, I'm afraid to look foolish in front of my family, especially my daughter. He's been of her, a part of her life as well for two years. That's, I just want to say that, like, just keep that in mind. I am also concerned for his oldest son that lives with him. He has three children with three other women, but only his oldest lives with him. We have made this family unit that I love. Um, so I kind of was like, all right, let me think about this. You guys don't have any children together is what it sounded like to me. Um, which I feel like is really makes it a lot less complicated. Um, I, I don't want to judge cause I hate to do that kind of stuff, but the way I approach things of this matter is to say this is what I say to myself when I'm in a situation like this and so I'm just sharing my process with you what you do what you do is what you do and I will I can respect any decision that any woman makes in her life about what she chooses to do but I will say this the way I approach stuff like this is that the greatest indicator for future behavior is past behavior So when you said to me that he has three children with three different women, I'm not judging. All I'm saying is that the greatest predictor for future behavior is past behavior. That's my, you know, that's my measuring cup of how I deal with things. So having, with that being said, you know how I feel about that. Um, Can people change? Absolutely. How likely are they? That's for you to judge. Um, I also understand being concerned for the children. You sound like a super warm, loving, amazing um, partner and girlfriend. And I wanted to say something to you. And I struggle with this because I was like, I want to say something to you about your feeling. You didn't want to, um, you didn't want to look foolish in front of your daughter. Uh, I feel like daughters want to see their mothers be strong and not be fools. And I know that that's what I really wanted for my mother And I haven't really shared a ton about like my family or anything like that. But as a young person, like you can build up like resentment if you feel like you watch your mother tolerate something far longer than she should. You know what I mean? And it's just like, 
your daughter is smart enough to see these kinds of things. And I think that she would admire and respect you for standing up for yourself versus breaking up this family unit that you love. And this is not the only opportunity that you will get at a quote unquote family unit. You know what I mean? And so if I had to make any type of decision, because you asked me, so I'm going to tell you sort of what I would do. What, what would you want your daughter to do in a situation like this? You know what I mean? Like definitively, what would you want her to do and what would you tell her and then take your own advice? And knowing that taking your own advice is probably not easy, you know, but I always tell people when you guys write me, the answers are in the questions. You already told me what we both know to be true about this. You know it and I know it too, but you just want me to validate what you already know. And I understand needing that because I also need validation about certain things, but I just hope that you make the best decision. And, and if you are looking, like I said, a cheat sheet on what should I do, what would you tell your daughter to do if she were in this exact same situation? Good luck. Please write me again and tell me how things are going. And if I was completely, um, wrong about this because I like to know that too Alrighty, next question I am interested she says she loved the podcast and the advice thank you thank you I'm interested in attending conferences and making more connections in my field marketing social and PR what conferences would you suggest I know that they can be expensive but I'm willing to make the investment so I decided to do I decided to make some notes on how I choose conferences. I do more speaking at conferences than I do attending conferences these days. But I have been, you know, in the last 12 months, I have been to a conference. I went on one called uh, Summit at Sea, which is very pricey and you have to be invited by someone. Um, it was very interesting. Uh, but that was the last sort of like big conference that I went on. Lovey was on that conference too. She was, she went as a guest as well. Um, and there were just a bunch of different people there, but the way I choose conferences are that speakers that I'm just gung ho over. So that summit at sea, I went for a host of reasons. The person that invited me, I have a ton, ton of respect for, um, the speakers. If you go Google it, the speakers are just crazy, you know? And I was just like, you know, to be able to see all these speakers in a weekend, why not? Um, and I'll go if I know I won't get a chance to see them speak anywhere else. So I saw that Martha Stewart and I know you're like, I cannot believe she was going to call over Martha Stewart, but I was, uh, I haven't seen Martha Stewart speaking anywhere in my, you know, on my radar. So I was really excited about that. Um, I went to Oprah's live your best life tour and spent a grip of money. And I just felt like I didn't mind doing that because Oprah has helped me so much in my life just from being able to watch her show that I was like, you know what, Oprah, let me just go ahead and throw this, throw this coin at you to say thank you. And I really enjoyed it. And, uh, I was introduced to the speaker, Rob Bell, who really blew my mind. I need to buy his book. Actually, I think I'm going to do that today, but Rob Bell and Iyanla, who many of us know, but Iyanla just has this phenomenal gift and you can see her on the show but the gift of seeing her speak is like she she's 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 amazing um I go to conferences that are going to stretch me meaning things I'm going to learn typically in the tech business and the online space uh things you know for business owners I go to things that I'm like uh this looks too intense but I'm going to go anyway um 
I go to things that people I respect and admire are going to. So if I see people that I follow or people that I think are cool and they say that they're going to something, then sometimes I'm going to go too because I'm like, well, if she likes it and she's dope, then it has to be dope. And that's another way that I choose. Um, and something else, what I really wanted to tell you about this is that you're going to make more connections by getting out and connecting with people across all fields. So birthday parties, uh, baby showers, bridal showers, everything that you get invited to drinks after work. That's where you're going to meet people because marketing, social and PR applies to nearly every profession. So you don't necessarily need to be so consumed with meeting other people like you, then you should be in meeting people across various fields that can like plug you in a uh, period so that's my answer to that final question is hi my leak I was introduced to you a year ago you've been inspiring to say the least so I was amazed when I learned that we are the same age after listening to your podcast all 100 what advice would you give a late bloomer someone over 35 striving to make a life they can be proud of firstly thank you for listening um, and I, I mapped out how I'm going to answer this question. So just kind of like sit with me through this 29 years old, I was introduced to the brevity of life. Um, I had a friend and a coworker die in a plane crash. Like the plane never got off the ground and it kind of just like crashed on the ground and he died instantly. This is a person that I shared a desk with. This is a person whose wedding I had just gone to. This is a person whose son's first birthday I had gone to. And the thing that I think stuck out to me the most was that I was very sad to have lost my friend, but I thought about the conversations I had just had with him about how he needed to live a fuller life you know I was just like Chris you can't go like you can't go down like this like you are so much skill you're so much talent you're so amazing you're so loyal like you need to see what else is out there for you and he would kind of like look at me and shake his head shake his head but almost like as if he didn't believe me and I think in that moment I just felt like he died with that information and didn't do anything with it and that I just couldn't do it either. So I had been complaining about hating my job for about a year and not because I didn't enjoy the work, but because they didn't understand how I did my job. So when somebody doesn't have this kind of PR person and they hire a PR person, a lot of people, a lot of corporate people, um, don't understand and especially not corporate PR, but exactly like what I do, um, requires me to be out, you know, and you know, the very definition of public relations is the state of the relationship between the public and a company or other organizations or a famous person. So I am constantly working on relationships. I told you a hundred times I'm in the, my whole job is like the relationships. So I had to spend a lot of time out in the public and making connections. And that's usually a coffee meeting followed by a breakfast meeting, followed by lunch, followed by dinner, drinks, meetings, phone calls, and not a ton of time in the office. People don't like that for some strange reason. People want to see you working, meaning they want to see you glued to your computer. And honestly, if that was the way that I was, then that means that I'm not doing my job. 
Um, to this day, that is still pretty much what I do all day. It is my job. It is fun, but it is my job. And so even when Nicole uh, Kane, aka Nicole Bitchy was like, you know, we see you on social media. It looks like you're not working. It's like, I am. This is just my job. And I don't know if people understand, like the pe- people business is, is an intense, sometimes draining business. Um, but anyway, after the plane crash, I decided that I would never complain about not being happy in any situation because I am not a tree. I can move. That was the promise that I made to myself. After that, I just was like, you don't get a chance to complain because you are still here alive with legs, limbs, and a pulse. Um, you can always move. So don't you dare. Um, I quit my job pretty much in that moment. So I found out my friend died around four o'clock in the morning. I never went to work again. I have never gone into a job, um, except, you know, I have worked with other things, but like a physical job, except the one that I currently have. Um, so I quit my job. I moved to Atlanta. I did a few things. I started three different companies. You may be familiar with Curlbox and my taught you, but before that I had a company called Art of Facts, artifacts PR which I thought was so cool came up with the name and nobody had it and I was like "Ooh, look at me um so this is a life how I believe that you can build a life that you can be proud of be honest what do you want is it a cool job is it something crazy is it simply to work four days per week is it to have a family and I don't think people think about the their own ability to carve out their life you can negotiate with your job as long as you do phenomenal work to have it be however you want to do it. Do you want to work from home on Fridays or Wednesdays or whatever telecommute, whatever they call it, you can ask for these things and then you have to do a good job, but you can design your life uh, any way you want it. So the first step in designing a life that you can be proud of is to be honest with yourself about what it is that you want. Do you want to be in the circus? Seriously? You know what I mean? I don't care how silly or strange it sounds. Be honest about what you want in life. The second thing that you're going to do once you're honest is you're going to learn about the thing that you say you want. If it's telecommuting, you're going to do all this research on how to negotiate telecommunication, tele telework. I'm sorry. If it's being in the circus, you're going to research all the people who have ever worked in the circus. You need to find out everything that you possibly can about these things. If it's having a family, you know what the first step is, is maybe being in a relationship. Maybe it's not. Maybe you decide that you're going to adopt. So you need to look up all the information. So that's the second step is to learn. The third thing is to try or do, you know, I say try because I know that you're going to, you're going to make some attempts first and you'll likely find that you may have like the idea of many of these things. Um, and the things that you're sure about, you do them. So you try everything and be okay with the fact that you try something and realize that it wasn't like your, your life, your life work. Like I was a quote unquote professional makeup artist 17 years ago if you can believe that but I was at 20 and um (laughs) I was good to a point you know so it was like I really enjoyed it I worked at the mat counter but then once I started trying to go off site and do professional makeup I I realized that like these makeup artists that you see, that is a whole nother level of talent. You know, they, the baking, the contouring, you can hate on it, but it truly is artistry. And I realized that I simply didn't have the talent. I am not, my, my skill wasn't 
my ability to get better at it wasn't the desire wasn't there the ability wasn't there it didn't come natural to me so I dropped it um same thing can be said for with the fact I was an athlete I ran track once I got to a point where I stopped being good I didn't try to like keep forcing myself down down the drain I was like well that's done and so be okay with things ending um that you try and just go you know what I tried that and it wasn't for me um the next thing you want to do is keep trying never stop trying never give up and I promise it'll work thank you guys so much write me email me hit me up I'm on the snap I'm on the gram I don't know how I feel about Instagram stories write me and tell me what you think about that too but anyway you guys have a good one